This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. Radio Free Fargo, 95.9 KRFF. Hey, you're tuned into This Side of Country with Trav. We're powered each and every day by our good pals at Fix It Forward Auto Care. Tonight, they're back in Fargo. They've got a sold-out podcast live event coming up at the Fargo Brewing Company. One of the biggest podcasts, if not the biggest podcast in our area, we've got the Midwest Murder Podcast crew calling in from the road. Jonah and Don, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning back at you, man. Thanks for having us. You might be powered by that. I'm powered by caffeine. Oh, same here, my friend. Loads of it. I've been on just a a, a, a ridiculous amount of coffee on a Friday morning, so I'm raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy New Year to you both! How did you celebrate the New Year? With family and friends, it, it was uh, it was it's pretty awesome, and and uh, you know we celebrated the New Year of ready to rock a new year of our of our amazing podcast. Thanks for our amazing fans. Yeah, I had I had an excellent New Year. Uh, I, I taught a bunch of uh, miners how to gamble uh, over dice. There you go. Hung out. Hung out with family and friends, won 10 bucks off my grandma. It was perfect. <laughs> my kind of man. I love that. I love hearing that. Did I understand <laughs> that you just celebrated two years as a podcast? Not too long ago. Yeah, that is that is true. That is true. Yeah, our two-year podcast anniversary, our first podcast came out October of 2020. Here in January, we are celebrating two years to the first live recorded with an audience Midwest Murder Podcast. So, yeah, a cu- couple of cool anniversaries <laughs> coinciding with the new year. Fantastic. Well, congratulations to you both. Uh, where are you based out of? We're, we're based out of Minot, North Dakota. You are based so. out of Minot. So, how did the two of you connect and uh, decide that this is what you wanted to do with a podcast? I mean, there are so many great topics you could talk about. And, like, let's, let's, let's do something a little murdery. How did you two connect and decide on Midwest Murders? Well, I, I'm well. First, I mean, on the true crime side of things, I'm a I'm a suburban mom who drinks wine, so it just comes <laughs> with the territory. So I, I'm I was always true crime, but uh, but we we connected um, through Jonah's production company. I had a I had a podcast. He's been podcasting, and I came along about a year year or two later, and we uh, he produced that one, and. Yeah, I I started a podcast in my basement, became an audiovisual producer, uh, built a reputation in the Minot community, ended up producing a different podcast for Dawn. That ran its course. She still really wanted to be on the mic, pitched me the idea of a true crime podcast. I was very reluctant to, to give it a shot. True crime wasn't initially my thing. Eventually, I interviewed the author, C.J. Wynn. She wrote the book, Wilder Intentions, true crime author. I read her book, and after having that conversation with her, it really ignited my interest in true crime. I gave Don a ring. I said, hey, you still want to do this true crime thing? And uh, she was like, yeah, expletive, yes. You have to censor what my actual answer was. So we sat, after that, we sat down, had about a two-hour meeting, shaped out the outline of how Midwest murder would function and how we could... We could do it, set some goals, and, and man, now now we're here. It's, it's grown steadily over time. Our fans are just fantastic. The reception to what we do, and I think that the live experience of being part of the podcast recording is so much more 
than than what people know. Here in Sioux Falls last night, we had a lot of longtime fans, but first time live experience people, and they were blown away at how awesome being there live for the recording was. That's, it's definitely a different vibe. All right, so walk me through this because you got a sold out event tonight at the Fargo Brewing Company. Congratulations on that, by the way. Walk us through for those who are going to be the first timers here in Fargo. What is it like doing a Midwest Murder podcast live event? What are they in for? So it's, it's almost as if you were sitting in our living room with us. It is, and that's how, that's how it feels. So what happens is you get to show up a little bit, the doors open, and you get to show up, have a, have a beer or have whatever you want to drink. And uh, we've got merch for sale, and so you can kind of check that stuff out. And, and then from there, we, we roll out and we talk about our case. And you get to hear everything live. You get to hear the banter between Joan and I. You get to hear the entire story. And the the cool part, one of the coolest parts, is after our, after we go through our case, the the audience gets to do a Q and A, where you can ask us anything, whatever. And and that is that's my personally my favorite part of the of the live experience is being able to interact with our our fans that way. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a few things that are really unique about the live experience. Something that we started doing. Somewhere in the late 30s of our episodes, we began offering our fans at live shows the opportunity to name the episode that night. So cool. as, you're, as they're listening, at the end of the night, we've got a little basket. You, you write down your episode title suggestion and your name, and then we give you credit in the summary of our show notes as the person who named that episode. And that's a really cool aspect of the live engagement. Plus, when you're there live, you're hearing these episodes weeks, sometimes months before they're released to the general public. And then, as Don said, following the recording, we have a question and answer session with the audience. It's really engaging and cool, and people seem to really resonate with that. And so these are all some of the things that make that live experience more than just listening. And I often like to think of it as sitting around a campfire, listening to a scary story with a bunch of great people. I love it. Scary story that is very, very real. Right, right. right. Yeah, very real. When you were getting ready to launch Midwest Murder Podcast, I mean, you were getting ready to, to, you know, give the first impression about what this is going to be about. So you got to give off a great first impression, especially in a market like podcasts where it seems like everyone and their mothers got one talking about whatever they feel like talking about. So it's hard to really kind of break through, get people's attention, get them interested in what you're about to do here. Do you remember the first episode that you decided this is the one that we want to put out? This is the one we want to hit the people with. Let them know this is what we're about to do. You know, I don't think it was, uh, and I took, I did the first episode. I did episode one, which was Richard McNair and happened in not close to home. So we, it was easier for us to, to kind of research that one and, and uh, go through the details on that one. It took us three times to record our first one. Right. It took us three times. So we, we were, yeah, we, we recorded it, got some feedback, assessed it ourselves, and then evaluated how can we improve this. And something that we set off to do that is a little unique to Midwest Murder, and we're not the only people that do this, but in each episode of Midwest Murder, one of us has done the research and is telling the story. The other person is the organic reacting person. They're essentially sitting in the seat of, of the fan, listening to the story and, and reacting in real time. So we rotate uh, those stories, and these are some of the things that make it unique. But yeah, Richard McNair, Don wanted the first episode. I was like, yeah, take it, because I'm nervous to do this. I'm Please. And yeah, on the third recording, we felt like we had a good one, and I think that first episode's really strong. I also think we've both come a long way 
since the beginning, and I, I feel like we're better now than where we started. We've only grown. And I, and I think also, you know, what, what sets, us, sets us apart, because, yes, there's a, a podcast for absolutely anything. Yesterday we found out there's a podcast for fencing, not the, <laughs> not the sport, actual fencing. <laughs> right. But putting up fencing. But putting up fencing. <laughs> oh, so, putting up fencing. So wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not um, people with swords. No, no, it's not a yeah. Either <laughs> one would have been hilarious. <laughs> Let me ask you. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I think what, what sets us apart is, is our, our banter. You know, and, and, and sure, everybody can, everybody can do this, and, and everybody is unique. Some, some people love our banter, some people don't, and, and that's okay. It's, just, it's who we are, and I think that that's... Joan and I are kind of what, what set it apart. Right. I'd say that our banter our banter doesn't wander off into what we had for breakfast this morning. It, our banter is not irrelevant to the topic at hand. So right. I think that that's a little bit where our banter differs from other podcasts that do where the co-hosts do banter a lot. They're often derailing and digressing from the story, which we generally don't do. You know, what I love is I was listening to your most recent one yesterday, uh, The Effer. In room 138. Absolutely love how that title came together. But I do love your banter because what was so great about it is you can tell you guys are getting invested into the story you are sharing. It's getting you worked up. It's getting you mad at the person who committed these crimes. And, it, and you can hear when your heart goes out to the families and the victims in these in these stories. You can see that you're really getting invested has there ever been a moment during a podcast live situation where it's got you so worked up that maybe you had to walk away from the mic or maybe you even started tearing up getting choked up because of just how horrific the incident was yeah i've never there was one time where i almost couldn't finish it was really close i was really choking back the tears i get really emotional and that's an astute observation in your part I think uh, somebody who's listening acutely to these podcasts, you can probably tell the moments when I'm fighting back tears or, or probably pushing through them with what I'm saying. And, and I think it was the, maybe the Candy Harms episode um, at, at one point where I got so choked up I almost couldn't finish. So there have, as much as we find moments of levity and laughter within our shows, this is serious content. And there, there have been many audiences who have, there's, it's, people are crying. And they're crying. They're crying often with me. Don's a little tougher than I am. She's a little less likely to shed a tear. But I'm kind of a I'm kind of a softie. Right. And I, but you can in that in that episode, you could probably you could hear my emotion and anger. Yeah. Probably. And and that's that's where I, I show my my emotion a little bit a little bit more. But I, I appreciate those those kind words because it's like Jonah said. You know, yes, we can find some laughter and, and everything. But first and foremost, it's it's the victims and their families that that matter. Speak- and that, that is, right. that, that's so important. Speaking of victims and their families, have you ever done a podcast episode? Because you've grown so much as a podcast, you really have become a, a hot item. Has there been victim family members or somebody who has been, you know, a part of the crimes? Maybe they were on the scene when it happened or kind of involved in the story who have been a part of your actual podcast? Uh, yes, there. In particular, the Ashley Martinson episode. When I was doing research, I ended up, um, and Ashley Martinson was convicted for murder in Wisconsin. She originally lived in in Botno, North Dakota, and I, I was, I, I had someone reach out to me who was friends with the murderer Ashley for several years while she lived in Botno, 
And um, and other times we we've had prosecutors that we've interviewed that prosecuted these cases. Law enforcement, we, law enforcement that we have interviewed as uh, part of these cases. I, I've several times we've been able to interview investigating officers who were part of these cases. And in one case in particular, the Jack Scholl case back in episode seven, I was contacted by Jack Scholl's niece, and she asked us to cover her uncle's story who uh, unfortunately was a victim of murder in Williston. Wow. And, and so, yeah, it, not in every episode, but in particular, and, and, and since then we've had other families reach out to us asking if we could uh, possibly tell the story of, of their family. Fantastic. Again, congratulations on two, two-ish plus years coming up on your third, even bigger year ahead of you. What are some goals you got for Midwest Murder Podcast that maybe you haven't yet looked at doing, but you're going, you know what, this year, let's give it a shot. I want a t-shirt. You want a I what? Want, I want a t-shirt launcher. I want a t-shirt oh. launcher. I want a t-shirt gun. That makes two of us, uh, my friend. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing because the goals that we originally set out to, uh, to, to hit, we've, we've achieved them. And, and so those goals just keep getting getting bigger and bigger. And, and, and for me, uh, it, you know, and, and I know I can speak for, for Jonah when I say this, you know, it would be amazing to be uh, on the marquee at Fargo Brewing. Or Fargo Theater. I mean, that would be so amazing, and and they they just kind of they grow from there. Yeah, I'm 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 with I'm with Don. I I I'm a multi level goal setter. I generally set really you know short attainable goals and mid level goals and, and and the long term goals. And as Don said, I think one of our big goals is to level up to 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 places like the Fargo Theater and and get ourselves on marquees like that. I think another goal we have is to continue to extend the distance that we travel from home to do a live show so so far the furthest we've gotten are the twin cities minneapolis and st paul and now sioux falls i think we'd like to get to like uh omaha and and into iowa into nebraska and some of these other midwest states where we have a lot of fans who want to see our live shows so those are i think some of those are the big goals for the year as related to midwest murder i love it those are great goals and you're obviously well on your way i don't think it's going to be long at all before we see a headline in over there at the uh uh, fargo theater downtown seeing your name on the marquee there's there's no doubt you can fill the room there you've got a lot of fans here in fargo you've got a sold out show tonight at fargo brewing company uh where can we find you on social media for those who are tuning in today just learning of midwest murder podcast or maybe they've heard of you and they want to get to know more where can we find you so on Facebook, but I just want to say first of all, yeah. th- thank you for all the kind yeah. words. Thanks. You're giving me I'm covered in goosebumps over here. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to hear. And, and there was a chance that I was actually going to show emotion there. Uh, <laughs> like, was, that was really close. Yeah, and and so like that that really really means really means a lot. Thank Puts you. it in perspective for us. It, thank it you. Does. Yeah, it's uh, yeah a little overwhelmed uh, with with those kind words. So uh, you know, on, on social media, you can you can find us on Facebook at Midwest Burger Podcast. Or on Instagram, you can find us at Midwest Murder Pod. Fantastic! And keep keep up the good doing, work. We're going to be debuting on TikTok too. That's that's a new thing. Yes, yeah, we're going to try out our TikTok. I don't know. We're both old. I'm not sure if we can do this, but we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to give it a shot. There's only one little thing that I was a little disappointed I didn't hear when I said when it comes to your live shows. I didn't hear you say we incorporate costume changes and uh, choreography, but maybe that's for a new uh, another season. <laughs> 
costume changes are, are I mean that that I can see that in my future. <laughs> the costume change occurs between between setup and show. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you have to get there early then. <laughs> to get there early, you see the costume change, trust me. I love it. Jonah, Don, thank you so much for making time and calling us from the road. Safe travels here to Fargo. We look forward to your sold-out show tonight at the Fargo Brewing Company. Make sure you check out Midwest Murder Podcast. Brand new season getting started right here tonight in Fargo. Thank you so much. We'll see you here. Thank hey, you so thank much, you. Guys. And thank a big, big thanks to you, Fargo Brewing Company and Jade Presents for having us. This side of country, this side of country.